Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Good morning. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. It is Wednesday the 29th of September. It's just after 7am in the morning. I hope you're having a great day so far. Coming up on the show, we've got Nihi Milnuskara. Well, we all know him for his very, very skillful ability on the field. His way, he's won a World Cup. He's done everything. He's won competitions, super rugby comps. He's been through a howl off the field too. So we're going to chat to him about mental health. It is Mental Health Awareness this week. So looking forward to chat, chatting to Nihi Milnuskara, the Goosey King. Bamboozled many. He's a world-class athlete, but he's an absolute champion off the field too. But before then, we've got a great, great one of our, our show favourites. He is our favourite on the Baz and Izzy for breakfast, Paul Cole. One of our favourite Kiwi champions, squash player Paul Cole, has continued his hot streak, only just to be beaten in the final of the San Francisco in a four-game marathon by world number one. Ali Farag, well, he's kept the plane on hold. He's delayed boarding, so we're going to get to him straight away. Paul Cole, champion. How are you, bud? Yeah, kia ora, bro. Good, thank you. Good, thank you. Kia ora, kia ora. So what time are you boarding? You must be off soon, eh? Yeah, I just uh, I just told him that Izzy Dag was giving me a call, so um, <laughs> I just delayed the plane by 20 minutes. <laughs> they would have been going, who's that? Anyway, <laughs> hey, mate, um, <laughs> tell us about San Francisco. Um, you obviously played really, really well. Just uh, fell short at the final hurdle. Up against uh, your good mate Ali Farag, um, but it was a hell of a contest day. Eh? Were you pretty happy with it? There was obviously a lot of things that you just could have done differently during the match. So I was listening to your post match. What were those, bud? Yeah, it was a tight one, man. It was. Um, I thought I was playing really well. Um, he was playing really well, so it was just a good battle. Um, I made a, a few crucial errors at the back end of the games, um, which against you know obviously the best in the world that that's just gonna hurt you too much. So I think you know nine eight in the fourth, I. Put a, a, one of my favourite shots into the tin, which is just, you know, it's very frustrating. Felt like it was the right mm. shot, but just didn't ex- execute it. Um, so just small things like that, man. It was, it's a tough week, but, uh, you know, conditions were pretty cold out there. We're playing in like 14 degrees, so um, it was completely different to Cairo a couple of weeks ago. So I was happy I adapted to, to those conditions, which, you know, 
um, it's quite nice to be able to play in, in two completely different conditions and, and play well on both of them. So, Hey, mate, talk to us about those conditions. You obviously go from Cairo, where it's thinking hot, to cold. It, does it, do you have to play differently? Do you have to um, hit, you know, hit the ball? The ball react differently in the cold and the hot, obviously. So what's your mindset and your game plan when you're going into these different um, you know, uh, uh, conditions? Yeah, it's probably a bit harder in the cold, to be honest. Obviously, mm. the warmer temperatures, it's going to be physically quite tough. But the colder conditions, if you you don't have much margin for error because if you sort of slightly miss hit the ball, it just goes, goes nowhere because it's a lot heavier in the conditions. And then, um, you know, you sort of give your opponent a, an opening. So you sort of your margins for yeah. error are quite small when it's cold. Um, so it's, it's quite mentally very tough because you had to focus so much on every shot and just trying to execute it perfectly because um, you, you sort of mm. your errors are compounded by the conditions. So it was cool, man. That was a, my first time playing here. Um, I, I actually really enjoyed it. Great crowd. So it's nice being out of Egypt in a, in a more neutral crowd. So uh, it was a good week, man. Yeah, that's awesome, Paul. Neutral crowd, but still the, the Egyptians that are just so good, aren't they? So this battle with Ali Farag you got going on, he must be a serious gun. What, what's his What's his edge that he seems to have at the moment? Like, what, what's he doing really well? And, and have you thought about how you can combat it, or are you just worrying about yourself? Um, no, I mean, I think, uh, I actually think, like, you know, I was one love up, seven four up, um, and it's just mm. like those big points that I was talking about before. You know, squash can be... In a match like that, it can be changed on like two points or you know three points, three mistakes. So I think it's just sort of dialing in into those important points and, and playing them well, which is what I did really well at the British Open when it comes to the yeah. the back end of the games. I, I won all those. Um, whereas this week, you know, I probably was a bit guilty of getting a bit trigger happy and just trying to hit a winner too early when maybe it wasn't quite there. Um, but you know, he, he's he's very smart on a squash. He's one of the smartest squash squash players out there. Reads the game very well and. He just knows what shot to play at, at what time. So I think, you know, I'm, I'm pretty happy with my tactic I've got against him. And, and you know, I think I can beat him. But, yeah, it's, it's fine margins and just sort of being disciplined right to the to the final whistle. Mate, um, squash aside, mate, how are you travelling? How are you travelling? You're going from country to country, you know, you're jet-setting. You wouldn't even know COVID's a thing with how you're travelling. How are you tracking, bud? <laughs> yes, um, it's different, man. I was just saying before, we, we sort of, yeah, we were having like one tournament every three months during COVID, so I was spending a lot of time at home, and now I think I've spent you know three days at home in the last two months. So it's like completely different. Um, it's it's good that we're playing, obviously, but it's mm. yeah, it's tough, man. It's, I was quite enjoying being at home for more than three days, you know. So um, my golf game's <laughs> suffering, that's for sure. I'm not getting out there like I want to. So, um, but no, I'm good, man. I'm enjoying it. It, it helps that I'm in, you know, I'm playing some good squash and. Just loving, loving competing at the moment. So it's great that we can get out on tour. And you know, America's pretty open due to COVID. Like it's, it's not yeah. a ton of restrictions here. So um, it's actually quite enjoyable to come and play here. Um, we, we can get out a bit more, which is, which is always more enjoyable. We're not just like locked in our hotel rooms all day. You haven't been eating tomato pasta, have you? <laughs> oh mate, it's a treat this week. I, I, you know, I could order what I wanted. <laughs> I don't think I touched one pasta. <laughs> oh mate, nice. Hey, talk to us about the connections. The connections are like you said, you're an individual sport, but from the outside looking in, it looks like you you, you got a great connection and a bit of an understanding for all players on tour. Um, you know, I've seen a bit of banter thrown around from the Al Shabagi uh, twins when 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 they're trying to jump. You know, just leave the court poor cold to, to to doing the jumps or doing those jumps on the on the court. 
and a bit of banter out on the court as well through the matches. Is is there a bit of a tight connection between you all? Yeah, squash is pretty cool, man. Um, it's it's obviously not like, you know, it hasn't got the popularity or the, the famousness of some other sports. So we're all quite quite close. We all know each other well. We all train together, you know. Mm. So um, it's sort of like, I mean, there's people that you, you don't get along with, but most of the top boys, you know, we all sort of get along and have a, you know, we obviously all want to, you know, kill each other on court, but, you know, it's quite nice to have a bit of fun out there. Um, we sort of all respect each other and we all know each other well. So um, it's cool, man. It's, it's pretty unique to squash that. I think it's quite a small small community, but you know, everyone respects everyone and everyone knows what, what you go through. So, yeah, it's cool, man, especially, uh, you know, the last sort of couple of months. I've, I've just been enjoying my squash as well, which helps. Um, yeah, so it's, it's cool, man. It's cool about squash that, yeah. And you, you said... Paul, last time that you you guys are in a real busy period, so you didn't have a lot of squash. Now you're all you're playing squash pretty much week in week out. Where are you off to now? And um, how's the fatigue going? Like, how's the body mentally? You, you doing well? Yeah, so I'm just uh, in uh, San Fran Airport at the moment. Just about to fly to Philadelphia, so we've got the US Open um, starting in about four days. Uh, so fly there, and then after that, we've got five days at home, and then I fly to Qatar. Um, for the guitar classic there so yeah body's holding up all right man um you know I, I trained a lot over the covid period to sort of prepare for this you know did a lot of gym work and stuff because i knew once we started it was going to be a bit crazy and we wouldn't be able to get into the gym and do all the training we wanted to so um, body's feeling good man it's, it's you know mentally I'm, in, I'm i think it helps it on on playing well and enjoying my squash so that's um yeah, that's uh, it's always helping, but yeah, body's good, man. Like I said, I prepared well during the COVID period for this this sort of stretch of tournament. So, body's body's so holding up nicely. Where's home? Where's home? And did you ever did you ever crack at the MIQ absolute shambles lottery or what? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, man, I, I didn't ever crack at that. Actually, I'm, I've been uh, living in Amsterdam for the for the past uh, couple of years, but yeah, that's a bit wow. of a shambles there, isn't it? Thirty thousand plus, but um. Yeah, I was, seeing, I was just seeing that bloody uh, trying to open up a bit more to vaccinated passengers. So, um, yeah, I've got my fingers crossed that maybe I can come home sooner, but I think I'm getting my hopes up too soon. I don't know. Mate, what's, what's Amsterdam like? What's it like living there? Yeah, it's cool, bro. Um, <laughs> I, I don't live in the city centre just to, uh, you know, ease the temptation, <laughs> but um, it's, uh, it's crazy, man. Like, I... I just I live on the outskirts because otherwise the scent is just absolutely mayhem, man. It's just non-stop. <laughs> you just, uh... <laughs> yeah. That's gold. That's that's, yeah, that's a... enough of that. That's <laughs> enough of that conversation. I can hear it in your voice. You don't really want to talk about it. it's good, mate. Hey, have you got a message? You know, I know your mum or your family will potentially be listening to us. Have you got a message for your family back at home? Uh, yeah, man. Just. Uh... Everyone in New Zealand that supports me actually, it's, it's been real cool this tournament. Everyone sort of um, the time difference has been great, so I've been getting a lot of support from back home. And just want to thank everyone for for supporting me, sending me the messages uh, means a lot to me. So uh, thanks everyone for the support, really appreciate it. Especially you boys too, Mate, awesome. love it. Thank you. Yeah, nah, we, we love supporting you, Paul Cole. You're an absolute champion, mate. We'll always have your back, win or lose. We'd love to have you on the show again, mate. You're a crowd favourite amongst us all. So thanks so much. Travel safe. And turn left, never turn right on that plane, all right?
With that US Open, with that, uh, is that British Open cash, he's definitely going left, mate. He's definitely, he's definitely going left. He's definitely, he's definitely going, going left. left. Ah, he's a champ, mate. He's a champ. It would be pretty lonely, you know, the old um, squash kind of circuit. You're traveling around, you're up against different individuals every single day. And, and in this current times we're in, it, man, I've got a lot of appreciation for Paul Cole and what he's been able to do and achieve. He obviously didn't get the treats and uh, in, in that open in San, Fr- San Francisco, but US Open, he'll be going in there with a lot of form and hopefully he can get one up on Ali Farag because um, we love seeing him be so successful. Poor Carl, what a champ. Yeah, and it's not like, I mean, making the final consistently, like he's world number three now. He's in the semifinals, if not the final, pretty much week in, week out. Like he will be accruing some good cash. He'll be, you know, living, living a good life, a busy life, but you can tell, you can hear it in his voice. He's actually really enjoying it. I'm thinking we probably need to get a, an opener made up, maybe not by Joe, but Paul's world. Um, well, Cole's, yeah, yeah uh, he's he's back each I've time. I've got a name for it, and he can sing it. Cole on a roll. Yeah, the Cole's on a roll. Yeah. Like a coaling yes. stone? Ro- like, like a coaling stone. Ro- ro- Rolly yeah. Coley. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be fun. Uh, he's he, such a great guy. He is Isn't one he adorable? of the best guys going around. Yeah, yeah we love Paul yeah. So. Yeah, no. West what about that? We've got a, West, got a text here. <laughs> West Coast are living in Amsterdam. Gold. <laughs> when we ask that question, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I just live on the outskirts, eh? <laughs> it was so cold. Keeps out As soon as trouble. I asked, I was like, maybe I should have asked that question. It's like yesterday, asking I asked Joe House, how did he used to get his bets on before it was legal? <laughs> Do you know what I realised? He's a lawyer as well. <laughs> so he would have been like, ah. Cole truly on a roll. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. Well, there you go. Paul Cole, have you got any uh, name? Have you got any name suggestions about what we can call the Paul Cole segment week in, week out that we seem to be doing while he is on his Cole roll? Um, text him through. Double eight, double three. He's a good man. If you've got any messages for him just in general, you want to wish him well, send them through to us and we can get them up. We can get them to him. Uh, next time he comes on the show, we'll let him know who supports him and why we support him because he's doing very, very, very good things. Mm. Is he? Um, and there's just one text here. Don't forget Rhea Deeney, New Zealand bred and owned, ex-Nigel Tiley stable. That's yeah. for the Epsom this hey, week as well. $4.40, mate. $4.40. So that must be a pretty... I don't know the horse, to be honest, but that must be a pretty good horse. Yeah, red hot. Shot. Pretty one-eyed, mate. Pretty one-eyed with that tissue. I don't look anywhere else. <laughs> Fair enough. Why would you? It is 16 minutes past 7 o'clock. Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Baz is Calcutta Night Riders getting a big win overnight. They're three from four. So they had, we had Baz, he would have had a good little celebration for his birthday, but then he would have said, boys, all right, back on track. Let's get out there and get this dub. And they did that. We're here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. After this, we're going to talk some code crosses, some code hoppers. Mm. Your boy, Fergo, could he be a mm. Wallabies World Cup starter? Imagine that. After this, I'm Baz and Izzy for breakfast.